You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Cassidy Kohanic, and Cassidy talked about growing up with her dad. This week, I sat down with Faith Latour, and Faith and I talked about um, piss and her trip to Miami and uh, selling selling your underwear on the internet. Here's Faith Latour. Well, I don't know where to start. I was going to tell a little fun story about how I was... Stop touching that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like the mic and I are holding hands. <laughs> um, Audibly so. <laughs> um, I was in Miami visiting our mutual friend, Natasha, mm-hmm. the most Miami girl. And yeah. Before she, was even, before she even lived in Miami, I was like, this is a Miami lady. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. And I went uh, to Miami and I with my friend and we stuck out so bad and i don't usually like think about like whether like i'm like fitting into like the culture the group or whatever. <laughs> like i mean also in chicago it's like i think i just do fit i'm very midwest naturally and yeah but we were so we were either the way they dress down there they're either all the way dressed up like fucking stilettos like tiny dress or or like completely under yeah like and I, we didn't have any of those things, and we, <laughs> I felt it, yeah, yeah. I had well, uh, we went to the beach one day, but we were gonna bike to the beach, so I was like, well, all I have is like a regular bikini, and some like jean shorts and a t-shirt, which I thought that would be appropriate. And Natasha's like, no, 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 you can borrow one of my, tra- my biking fits that are like a matching set that also double as a swimsuit. And it was fun. It was very tight. It felt like it was two pieces, and they felt like wetsuit material, kind of. Uh, yeah. And the front one like zipped up, and she's like, "Oh, I like to, I like to wear it like half zipped because it makes like your tits like really TikTok. pop." <laughs> yeah. And I felt, I felt, I fit in. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm wearing Natasha's little biking swimsuit outfit." <laughs> I, I was, I was like My a little, little wet rat laying on the, <laughs> laying in the sand. <laughs> oh, so. Uh, fun thing about Natasha, I love friends that do this. She has no problem with just like walking around naked in her own mm. apartment. So just like I'll be in like the kitchen sipping on like my water, glass of water at her place. And she'll just come out of her, she'll go into her bedroom fully clothed and then just walk out <laughs> completely naked, like can see crotching on and just like crotching all. Crotching all. <laughs> and it just acts like nothing's changed. And I love that. I, w- I wish I was comfortable enough to do that around my friends, but I just love that the. That's- Katie, yeah, Katie is doesn't give a flying fuck. Right. When I first met her, I did, and then I was like, I'm gonna, you know what? I was like, you're right. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, well, Katie and I roommates walk around in front of each other naked. That makes sense. But yeah. I'm just like, if I'm stopping over, be like, hey, let's go get lunch, and she'll be like, okay, let me go get changed, and just like be naked. <laughs> continues her conversation, like goes into the room, to yelling her conversation at me, and then comes out fully naked. Katie will like, take a full Whoa. shit and keep having a conversation. Oh yeah, I've she'll made full eye, con- eye. <laughs> eye contact. Yes. She, she also will, maybe I'm no maybe I'm speaking out. She no she won't care. The, the way she picks her nose and talks to me, I because I'm like I really don't I'm not like when she shits and looks at me it's okay it's not my favorite but it's fine. <laughs> when she picks her nose and continues the conversation of making direct eye contact with me I have to be like can you can we just put a pin in this for a second? No. <laughs> the thing is Tolar used to do that to me too I was like <laughs> put his whole two knuckles deep while he's oh looking me in the eye. <laughs> Katie and I have become Never. so comfortable with like shitting and pissing with the 
bathroom door open and we call it she has this little bit when people are over we kind of forget that it is normal to shut the door when we have people over that we forget and people kind of like are probably like yeah what the and we're like oh right we have what is he but we in a barn <laughs> katie i'm just like meet my friend like whoever the new friend is and the katie's like great i have to pee and like leaves the door open <laughs> and then as you're mid pee you remember like oh probably this person's not used to that kind of thing so katie's <laughs> new little phrase is like well, this is a door open household <laughs> We have door open policy here. <laughs> it's very European. <laughs> um, but it, so Natasha is very comfortable like that. She's like, I'm going to go take a shower. Also, we're mid conversation. She's like, come into the bathroom and like sit on the toilet while I take a shower. And that's great. And also her shower is like full clear door shower too. So it's like, I'm just like sitting there watching her take a shower while I'm like sitting on her toilet. And But while she's doing that, I'm, she's got a very Miami bathroom with a big like sink with a vanity kind of thing. Fun, big wall to floor mirror that stretches like the length of the bathroom oh god that sounds nice so i'm going through all her little trinkets like on her i can never see my entire body in my apartment at one time yeah yeah i have to go i have to look at it separately <laughs> how's the bottom half the look like go to the next room how's the top half look <laughs> no, I do. the lighting is so bad too oh my god i got in the car and looked in the mirror and the lighting was good for the first time and I don't know how long, and I found the like thickest black mustache hairs on either corner of my mouth. I looked like I was like a pubescent boy, and I was like, Burr! "Oh God!" I freaked out. Mine are mine are coming in the little. I'm getting whiskers. I'm getting the like the little hairs? whites, yeah. and they're like the, they don't come out. They're time. rooted. Like I try to pluck them with tweezers, and they Thick, won't though, huh? come out. And then when they do, I go, "Yeah, uh, I got yeah. you." No, got I know. You, I'm not that. I don't. I don't want more hair to sprout on my face, but the chin hair thing sounds really satisfying. It's so satisfying, but then very unsatisfying if you don't have tweezers around and you're just kind of yeah, you have to always have touching them. and playing with them. I have a little sheath on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Different tweezers. <laughs> I mean, I almost do. I like. I have a travel tweezers and I have a home tweezers. Like I, I won't be. That's good. I stuff. won't be caught with that. I'm I, not getting caught with my pants now. <laughs> Oh, okay. Natasha's <clears throat> sink vanity is playing around little things. I feel like you would you're gonna relate to this. You know, you're well aware. But the she has one of those like electric pimple zappers that like it feels oh, like yeah. one of those like electricity ball things that they have at like science museums. It feels like that, but it's zapping your face and it it work. It smells really crazy too. It feels like you're frying your face. <laughs> but the next day the pimples are gone and I've used it and I was like, is this that like zapper thing? And I'm like touching this thing I found on her sink to my face <laughs> and she kind of like clears like the, the door and she goes oh no that's my clit sucker and it has not been washed I've been touching it all over my chin and my cheeks <laughs> I was like, oh. did, you, did you turn it on? no I was just kind of like oh um, you're getting into all the vibration patterns you're like this thing is crazy <laughs> Those pimples are going to be gone in no second. She just keeps it in the bathroom? Yeah, on the oh, sink. she is fucking wild. I, oh, God, I love Natasha. I keep mine hidden under my bed. She was my other crazy, besides you, I do love slut the, friend. I sucker, though. My other, like, go out, be all slutty, and now that she's wife, she's a little, she's a little wife now. Yeah. Lost a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Fallen soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... That when I first, um, I remember her talking about her clit sucker, and then I was writing for this, um, this reminded me women's of... health uh, website, and they sent me one to like review it and write an article, and I was asking her about it because like I was like, I was like, because the thing 
tells you to use lube to make it like suction better and okay. i was using it dry and i was like this i don't know about this and i was like do you i was like do you have to use lube every time she goes no i just use my spit <laughs> oh god and i, I was like alrighty <laughs> i'll uh, include that in the article <laughs> oh man put her on the show yeah we'd have what to phone her in she tell? um she she does have stories she's got good ones she like grew up in a garage in Ohio. <laughs> She's kind of got a, a colorful past. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A very, very colorful past. Lots of. Um, I think. Uh, well, I'll let her tell stories. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to expose anything. She's without her fired tomorrow. <laughs> um. I just. I was going to tell you. I just got back. I just came here directly from. A a guy's place. A gentleman caller. A gentleman caller. Uh, a librarian, actually. I think that's the funnest little tidbit about him. I think oh, it's such I a hot job. He's a librarian. That is horny. And yeah, the best head I've ever had. <laughs> Would you put those two together? I, <laughs> I mean, he, huh? he, he's studious. Yeah. <laughs> he, re- he says he reads about two books a year. Really? It seems low. For a librarian? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, interesting. That's how many books I read a year, but I guess if you're surrounded by the books, person. you're probably maybe like tired of the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like with gynecologists, like, they don't want to go home and see more of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He uh, goes home and plays Grand Theft Auto. Why <laughs> laughing? That's so good. <laughs> He's a big gamer. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, so. I came here directly from there. We just we did have sex right before I walked over, and just, I feel the cum just sliding right out of me. It's, I hate that. Well, you go you go and pee. You try to get it out. You think it came out, and then you walk four blocks, and you're like, oh, there it is. I did walk. It's four so, blocks. and then you're all soggy, especially in the winter. I'm just sitting around in it. They made I could a, feel it in the Uber. I Ubered from his place to my place. Um, threw on some pants because I was wearing a dress, and then walked over here, but. In the Uber, I was wearing a dress, and I was like, I'm sitting in his, like, nice, the leather seats of this Uber. <laughs> like, I think there's come directly touching this guy. They don't have a button for that. If you throw up, it's $200, but if you leak out cum, they actually, that actually, they, they can't report that. <laughs> That's part of the fee. They say thank you for, I don't know, shiny, leather shining their seats. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually healthy for leather. Too. Yeah, right. Rub it in. Rubbing that moisture in. It's good for it. Well, <laughs> well. Um, yeah, he was, he mentioned to me today that he wants to. Um, he said he's never done it, but he's like, "Would you be interested in piss play?" And I was like, "Huh, water sports." <laughs> <laughs> Something I've never done either. I don't know what would you pee on each other in the shower. I remember that from Sex from in the, the city. city. Yeah, that guy's so hot. Oh, the Mad Men guy. That actor. Silver Fox. He's had white hair for 400 years, and I am so into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways. Um, what else, dude? Is that it? Is well, that what this is? I mean, I think it. I'm sure. Here's the thing. If we, if you can think of it, someone has done it. So I'm sure people are, like, peeing into each other's mouths and stuff. And, like, maybe a tarp could be involved. <laughs> I, I, think, I think if you haven't done it before, the shower probably would be the first place to start. Yeah. Baby steps. I would if somebody wanted me to pee on them, I would, I would do that for them. I don't need anyone to pee on me. I don't even find it that gross. I just it doesn't do anything for me. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. Of all the stuff to get on you, pee is like, especially you know you have a few glasses of water. It's like nothing. Whatever. Yeah, it just it's gone through your system and come right back out. 
You can drink it again, actually. I think about that all the time when people are like, the like gross things I've eaten. I was like, <laughs> three more times. <laughs> That's what Bear Girl says. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know if it's three times, but the, I saw this video of him drinking a frothy glass of piss, his own piss. But he, he was talking about like, frothy. it looks, it reaches a, I think when it turns brown then there are no more nutrients like then stop drinking it yeah <laughs> it's probably if, you're not. Like, if you're like stranded and you have to keep drinking it <laughs> yeah if it turns brown ale color <clears throat> you want it the golden ale color yeah That's you want joke. you want it to look like a miller light <laughs> <laughs> oh i could use the hair of the dog right now i'm i'm probably still drunk we're in a bar Oh my god, we are, aren't we? <laughs> you want a beer? <laughs> I kind of could use one. A little hair on the dog. You know what Jen just taught me? Uh, throwing a little bitters into a high life, and it's called spaghetti. And it's... <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> it looks really good. It sounds really good. She's like, it's my new favorite thing to order. It's uh, I'm not really like a bitters person. Like I don't really super like the flavor, but I can see how that'd be fun. It's funny. It turns your beer pink. It looks cute. <laughs> cute little drink. It's good to accessorize your high life. <laughs> So I just like drunk last night and um, Gleason ordered me a <coughs> gin and tonic while I was in the bathroom and I'm whatever about gin and tonics. I think they just kind of like, it's whatever. So I, I remembered the spaghetti and I, so I asked the bartender, can you throw some bitters in this um, gin and tonic? And it rocked. It was so good. I've, I have people put bitters in lots of stuff at the bar. Like people put it in like a whiskey soda kind of thing it makes sense it really changed it, it changed the whole thing changed the last experience. night i had this girl come in she goes this is gonna be really weird but i want to try the tom hanks drink and i was like what the are you trying to say tom collins and oh. you got confused <laughs> she was not apparently tom hanks did this interview where i think he had it by accident the first time but it it's uh prosecco or champagne with a little bit of coke in it <laughs> Oh, I've seen that on TikTok. Okay, okay, yeah. Apparently, well, apparently Tom Hanks does two thirds Coke and a one third bubbly. <laughs> this girl, we did it the other way around. It was right. mostly prosecco with a little Coke. But me and her boyfriend were like, oh, "What? <laughs> then, did you try it? I did not try it. Her boyfriend tried it and went, "That's foul." And she tried it and she was like, "I kind of like it." So, first on TikTok seemed to like it too. I mean, in Spain they put Coke in red wine. Coke in red they wine. They do. I can't remember what it's called, but it's you take like d- cheap red wine and then Coke and you put it on ice, and that actually does sound good to me. Okay, should we try that here at this bar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. All right. How is it? Mm. Actually, it's, it's not bad. I gotta say, it's a flavor I've never tasted before. It's um. It kind of tastes like some kind of specific. Uh, it's got potpourri kind of essence to it. Yeah, it's kind of got like a sangria thing going on. Mm. But um, I don't like Coke. Oh well, that that's not helpful. I can see why people would like that. Not my favorite. I kind of like it. It's growing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's florally. Busy. It's gonna keep my hangover at bay. Huh. All right. All right. Okay. Anyways, what now? What are we talking about? <laughs> oh well, along the along the piss lines. Um, I actually hate that. I've now I've had a few more sips to 
I will hand this over to you. I, I like red wine. I do not like Coca-Cola. Maybe I should have used diet. I kind of like diet. Diet's diet superior. <laughs> I can't. I think it is, even though it goes against all my like beliefs. <laughs> like, well, it's just not as sweet. Yeah, that's it. And the aspartame flavor has never bothered me. I know that's why people don't like it. Hmm. They made um. I heard when they made Coke Zero, it was because like so because people are like, aspartame gives you cancer and stuff, and Diet Coke drinkers. Will not drink it. They they want the, they want the flavor the of diet coke oh. and the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this guy that was DMing me wanted to, wanted to buy my piss and, and drink it. <laughs> and I was like, because he originally was like, oh, is that the shit and vomit guy too? Correct. Nice. Yeah. He would. He first messaged. Me, I put a joke out about this other guy trying to buy my underwear. Then he saw that joke and he goes, uh, is this you know. Is this a joke or not really? <laughs> and I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> um, and he was like, because the first guy had been like saying that he like pays more if you like pee in the underwear, which I was like, Ugh. I was imagining like peeing straight in the underwear. I'm like, I'm not sure about that. Um, and the guy goes, he's like, I mean, because I'll pay for you to pee in underwear, but I uh, I'll pay more for just the piss. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, and you I think this guy, <laughs> you think this guy consumes your. <clears throat> bodily I, fluids i know he does okay because, so he was telling me there's a lot of details um he was saying he pays more for like certain like dietary stuff if you like eat the stuff he wants like before you pee in it and um and then Can yeah so he specific? said he also he said he would pay for so i think it was like 150 for a bottle of pee um easy done 400 for a turd and 800 for vomit but since he knows it's kind of a big ask, the first time you do these things, he will pay you double. So $1,600 to puke in a Tupperware. I was thinking about it. Um, I would have done $800 it. $800 for a turd. I would have done it for you, and then we split it. Well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> Damn. Is he gone? Can you get him back? <laughs> I think I could. I will, I will vomit in Tupperware, for, and we split 1600 is what happens? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Just you can and you can tell him it's your vomit. I mean, you don't have to tell him I'm involved. I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if he's that big of a fan of yours, he might. <laughs> I was. Um, I don't. I don't think he is. Um, yeah. When I, I was like talking to so many people about this, and like every male comic without they wouldn't. I wasn't even done with the sentence. They'd be like, "Yeah, I would do that for sure." Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? I love that. Like, I think I ran into you at the post office last week. <laughs> yeah. And we we're just like, "Hi," waved and smiled and, and left. And then I got a text from you, like, literally two seconds later. It was like, I was in the middle of mailing my uh, underwear to some guy in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. It's funny because when you, whenever I go to the post office, I'm like, look at me. I'm an adult. And when I'm, like, just <laughs> shipping dirty, you have to check that thing where it's like there's no biohazards or, like, glass in here. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Depends what how we define biohazard. I don't. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Wait, how much do you get paid for the underwear? I'm so congested. Um, two fifty. Hmm. I've set my own rates. So, is it just one pair? Or multiple pair to him? Just one. Nice. But then he'll buy other stuff, like my old shoes. <sighs> I want to tap into this industry. Well, yeah, I don't really know how because the, the this just kind of happened to me. 
Because, like, whenever people, like, sell pictures of their feet, I'm like, how did you get some? It seems so, like. That one is just like, why didn't you just Google the feet? Yeah, no. I I don't, I do not understand it. Um, I don't understand the kink, so it's hard for me to, like, rationalize anything. Because, like, I don't, I don't understand their motivation. But, yeah, I was like, I was like, how do people do that? And then just some guy on the internet was like, can I see your feet? <laughs> to you? Mm-hmm. It was the same guy. Oh God! Yeah, Let me see. <clears throat> do you know what he looks like? Um, his Instagram is not like he doesn't like some. A couple of these guys like they'll message me with like a totally like blank, you know, like spam account. And this guy he was using his real account, but he doesn't really have any many pictures. So it's, I kind of do, but it's hard to tell hmm. exactly. Yeah. Do you think you know how old he is? Um, I think he's I think he's like in his thirties. Oh, okay. I think he's like my age. Okay. Yeah. I don't know nice why guy, that seems honestly. <laughs> I don't know why that makes it a little more like comfortable. Well, I know because the older they are, the little more creepier it is. The first guy that DM'd me was like, um, wanted, he wanted to talk like talk to me on the phone and explain everything because he said it would be easier than like um, DMing at all. Sure. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. I don't. But okay. I wouldn't want to do that either. But I was like, whatever. So he calls me like through Instagram, and he at the time when he like sent me this big intro thing with all the details he was like i'm something like 34 young professional whatever like he said he specifically said he was 34 i he i answer the phone he's like hello like <laughs> you're like all right it's <laughs> like um like, <laughs> i'm like what i don't really i assumed you were an old he's, guy he's, 30, he's 34 yeah. at heart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been 34 but- 34 years. <laughs> 34 years. Age is just a number. <laughs> yeah. You um, hear the quivering in his voice. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know if he's fucking with me, but he <clears throat> he does it. I'm so congested. Um, while he was on the phone with me, he could have real super easily been fucking with me. But he he like he like got was interrupted. And he goes. He said something like, "Thanks, James. Cheers. That'll be all." Like acting like he had a butler, which he could have been doing that as a, like to be like, see how rich I am, or or does he have a butler? Because he also said he had an assistant that would like, um, <laughs> like would like organize all because he had like a lot of people sending him underwear apparently, and he said he was like, when we get to that point, I'll get you in touch with my assistant and then we can set up some dates. And I'm like, rich people what? truly are on one, like to pay your assistant to like you know like organize your, your business dates but then also yeah also to get to make a excel sheet of all the <laughs> nasty excel. fucking underwear that are getting mailed into your p.o box like what if uh, at the end of it he's just making a great well. arts installation i mean i would respect, actually I would that respect could be interesting that. i would respect that too although i wouldn't want to walk into a museum and see my dirty panties nailed on the wall <laughs> Like, I've I had would. a bad dream like that. I, w- I would love that. I'm like, oh, there's a little <laughs> no. part of me on that wall. Even when I, I'm eternal. <laughs> the one guy, <laughs> the one guy that I did send it to, I'm like, he loves these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's paying, he's paying a pretty penny for them. He clearly likes them. Doesn't think they're gross. But even, even then, when I'm like folding them up, I'm like, oh, they're gross. I don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> I say, so walk me through. How long do you wear them? What do you do with them? Um, to dirty them up, per se. Well, you know, I've been, uh, the, the first guy was like, 
I would need you to wear them for three days. And I was like, that is gross. Uh, I don't want to wear dirty underwear for three days. What I've been doing, I wear them. Then I go for a run in them. Nice. And that usually does the trick. That does the trick, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Girl boss. Mm-hmm. What was your mm-hmm. joke you saw on the stage? Women in Women STEM. Women in STEM. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> On our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. One time, back when I lived with my ex-girlfriend, our toilet clogged like, whoa. (laughs) We had two cats, and I had to poop so bad, so I used their litter box. (laughs) My girlfriend later confessed that she had used the box, too, about an hour before. (laughs) What? (laughs) Those cats must have been so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Do you use the box and like leave it there like the cats do, and then I, that's what I was gonna. Because you, you kick litter over it. You think if your <laughs> partner did it before and left it, you'd you'd notice it in the box. I would notice, but that being said, one of my cats takes human sized shit. So like, really, <laughs> it's Charlie. <sighs> she she can lay one down, <laughs> and she thinks she's the alpha. So she doesn't cover it up. That's what somebody told me, and they did say they're like. You have to shit in the box and not cover it up. Then she'll know you're the alpha. <laughs> Wait, I've never had a cat. What do you do with cat shit after you take it out of the litter box? Where does it go? I mail it to a guy in Portland. <laughs> 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 nice. um, it, <laughs> no, one. I just scoop you. Well, I scoop it out and you you can go that way for a while. And then eventually it gets really bad. And then you just got to throw everything out and start over. But yeah, you just like have a trash can or do you scoop it into the toilet? Um, no, I just put it, I just put it in, in the trash. Okay. Well, I put it in, I kind of have like a thing where I put it and then I'll throw the, that away. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. But <clears throat> it's honestly, the cat shit itself is not that bad. Like as far as like cat smells in your house, it's the pee. Their pee is like toxic. It has ammonia in it. Oh, I remember so, learning that. Yeah. So when you like flip the litter box, like it makes me like have like a physical i'll like cough and stuff from Oof. it it's like powerful i Do you think ever, have you ever sniffed pure ammonia probably not that's kind of a weird thing we mm. had a science teacher that had this jar of pure ammonia and like he would like he would be like okay just don't get your head in there but just sniff it a little bit to see how like powerful it because it, it is like it's kind of like smelling salts where like it's like crate that's like your brain's like Whoa. like and um my boyfriend at the time my boyfriend my my high school boyfriend that was like the most ADHD person I've have met to this day of course didn't listen stuck his face in it inhaled as hard as he could and then he passed out <laughs> he collapsed is it no is ammonia what they used to like put on cloth and then like uh, I think that's chloroform you're right that is chloroform but I mean, I you either, could pass sense. out from ammonia, apparently. So, if anyone's trying to kidnap, hmm. um, <clears throat> okay. I once sharded after a, a drunk one night stand and convinced him to go get us croissants while I washed my undies in his sink stealthily. I don't think he ever knew, and I had a flight later on in the day, feeling terrible with just a croissant, come and regret rumbling in my tummy. <laughs> I do think it's funny cute. to be like. You're like you're like out as being like, uh, I need a croissant. <laughs> like, hurry. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> I don't know if I remember like, last okay. time I was on your show if I talked about my little one and only short story. <laughs> or I was at a very, very um, populated party 
house party of a boyfriend's friend, boyfriend's best friend. And I think I did talk about it while on your last show, but I, I started in the bathroom like right while I was washing my hands after taking a piss. <laughs> I was like, I had to fart. And so I'm like, what a great time. I'm in the bathroom alone and I'm running the laundry. So it's not a fart <laughs> right away. And uh, I was wearing a dress. It was like, oh, and it was the summertime. It was like 4th of July party or someone's barbecue. It was a backyard barbecue party. And I took the underwear off and I was like, <laughs> can't keep wearing these. And where are they going to go? And I, I had a front over a backpack and it was in the front room of the apartment. And the apartment's like, ac- like basically same layout as your apartment, like the very stereotypical Chicago Chicago. Um, so it was in the bathroom which is where your bathroom was and my backpack was in the front room and parties littered with people so I was like how am I gonna get through (laughs) and I know no one there except for my boyfriend and it was all his friends and um, so yeah bunched it up in a ball in my hand and just kind of like excuse me and I walked happy fourth of July (laughs) (laughs) threw them in my backpack and like kept them in there for the party and uh, after the party was over we got in his car I had a, I could not keep it any longer. The moment we sat down in his car, I was like, I sharted. <laughs> and my underwear's in my backpack. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, funny. <laughs> Aren't I like, quirky like that? <laughs> quirky girl. <laughs> Shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could have played that off like, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. You could have played it off in like, guess what? I'm not wearing any underwear. Not for any reason. Because <laughs> like, it's sexy, not because I shit in them. <laughs> It could have. I, I, well, I went the opposite way with that one. <laughs> honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Nothing sexier than honesty. Okay, I'll I'll read you one more. Um, okay. okay, let's see. Um, okay, my best friend and I were on a big road trip. We were staying at my guy friend's place in Arizona at the time. The place we were at was super small. Well, long story short, I hooked up with my guy and threw my underwear by her stuff. Well, my friend is a smeller, for one. <laughs> That's the craziest like, sentence. <laughs> okay. Like, just saying that, like, we all know what a smeller is. Well, have you seen Mike, Katie's boyfriend? He's a sniffer, yeah. He loves to just pick up stuff and sniff it and then put it back down. Mm-hmm. And I I love watching him from He's across the room and just watch him do it. <laughs> pick some up and be like... <laughs> I wish people could. <laughs> yeah, facing a really good visual gag. But <laughs> and I like, look at it and like, <laughs> seem like sh- shrug his shoulders, like, yeah, that's what I expected. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, I actually, it is a kind, it is a certain type of. I call him, yeah, he's a sniffer he is a versus sniffer. a smeller, but. Um, okay. Well, my friend is a smeller, for one, and the next day was trying to find a fresh pair of undies. So, you guessed it, she smelled my dirty after-sex underwear and immediately backed off and was like, whoa, that's not mine, <laughs> and was calling me for to explain what just happened. And I was like, dude, I haven't even smelled that. You wild. <laughs> hmm. That would be... So, the friend picks up her own underwear from time to time to give it a nice sniff? Yeah, to see if they're clean. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what, I do not need to smell my underwear to tell if they're clean. There's a very vis- there's a visual cue, um, <laughs> but I guess maybe, you know, not, not everyone is as, not everyone has as juicy of a pussy as me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish. I mean, mine, what a world it would be. Mine depends on, like, I guess the color of the underwear. Dogs love me, men fear me. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
What if what a funny little time when you go over to someone's house and they got a big dog that just goes straight for your crotch. They, I don't I never know what to do. They manhandle me. Dogs are obsessed with sniffing my crotch. And then like their wet nose makes a mark everywhere. I was wearing a dress on or a skirt on New Year's Eve. You met that dog, Tessa's dog. The second I got there, it had a big it had a slit up the back and I turned around and this dog ran its wet slimy nose like straight up my thighs oh. i was like get the fuck like oh i just i just got goosebumps i just <laughs> shuddered i literally just shuddered it's a big ass dog too it's like a wet dog oh did you ever have someone Adopted in high school <laughs> did you ever have someone in high school you know high school sucked and people are mean and make rumors or hear one little story and then make it into something else. Mm-hmm, there's yeah. a poor poor girl in my high school <sighs> i don't know rumor went around that she would shove Cheetos up her vagina and let her dog eat it out. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say the peanut so, butter thing. Cheetos is way worse. Cheetos. It was Cheetos. Flamin' Hot. I feel like every high school, there was always someone who shoved food in their vagina and a dog ate it out. And that's how the person's... Every high school, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just the public ones. <laughs> I do remember hearing a story about... There was this kid, and as a nickname, they, were, they would call him Redbeard. And then the rumor was that he was eating some girl out and then her period got all over his beard. I was like, that was super not why. He just had red tones in his beard. Like, it was just, I was like, oh my God. Also, if that was the rumor, it's like, that's a good, good for him. That's not. Oh, there was a the girl. Yeah, there was like a girl in my high school who was only known for, um, and who's to say it was it like literally is like the most whatever story now but in high school it was like the biggest deal where it's like did you hear she was going down on a guy and he, and she got jizz in her eye and that's what she was known for for all that's of high the school whole set. Ugh, that's it that like she sucks. had jizz in her eye and then it's, and it's like can you believe her he's the one that jizzed in her eye i know and Ugh. i'm sure the story was probably not even true because that's high school but it's like it's such a big deal since like most of those people are virgin nerds yeah and that's like yeah can't believe she put a penis in her mouth that's crazy (laughs) i hope she doesn't do it to me (laughs) (laughs) get away (laughs) our live story comes from cassidy colhanic cassidy runs a weekly show on tuesdays at the beat kitchen called Chicago Underground Comedy, and this was recorded in January of 2023. Here's Cassidy Kilhannock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, my name is Cassidy Kilhannock. I do want to start off by telling you that uh, the first time I ever had an orgasm was in a soybean field. <laughs> That's true. The first orgasm I ever had was in a soybean field. I was 13 years old. And uh, the person who gave it to me was the boy that lived next door. And this soybean field, the spot in it where we were laying, having our rendezvous, was maybe 200 yards from the front door of my house. (laughs) So very close by. And this is the house that I grew up in. So I lived there with my dad. And I don't know if you guys have already clocked this. You may have. Um, I don't know if you can tell by the general everything about me, but I was raised by a single dad. (laughs) I was raised by a single dad, and he didn't really know what he was doing when I was growing up. So around our house, we ate a lot of, like, kid cuisine. Yes. 
it was perfect for us because it was a frozen dinner, so it was really easy for him, but it wasn't a family-sized meal. It was more like a broken family-sized meal. <laughs> and he really, he tried his best, but he didn't get it right most of the time. And there are a lot of things that come to mind when I think about this, but I, I want to talk about my dad a little bit tonight because when I think about the concept of being ladylike or not being ladylike, I think about all the ways that my dad tried and failed to teach me how to do exactly that. <laughs> like, I can remember the very first time that I got my period. I was nine years old. Early bloomer, if we're keeping track. <laughs> I was just hitting milestones back to fucking back those days. I was walking and fucking within weeks. Like, when you say jump, I say on what dick? I was ready to go. Um, I, I got my period when I was nine years old, and I don't know if my dad had just not prepared for this or not done the research yet, or if he was ever planning on doing the research, but my dad was not prepared. My dad was so not prepared for me to get my first period that his response to me getting my first period was to lock me in the bathroom <laughs> for two hours. So I don't know if you guys got this far in um, kind of building your, your mental map of my life so far, but I did grow up in a rural area. I grew up in yeah. rural Alabama. And uh, I grew up in a place so rural that I can say the word rural. Uh, <laughs> it's a part of the fiber of my being. Um, so the closest drugstore was a Rite Aid about 25 minutes away. And when I got my first period, my dad put me in the bathroom, he shut the door, he said, don't come out. <laughs> Sit on this towel and read this teen beat. <laughs> So that's what I did until he came home about two hours later with a stranger. <laughs> oh. And if you're wondering where the stranger came from, it happens to have happened this way. Um, he, he goes to Rite Aid and apparently, I don't know if he was overwhelmed by the options or he truly just did not know what was going on, but apparently he spent so much time in the period product aisle <laughs> that when a worker approached him and asked him if he needed help, he almost broke down in tears. <laughs> so that worker, God bless her, decided to take her break to come to my house and show me how to put a pad on. I've never seen her since. <laughs> I do not know her name. I don't think we even covered that in class that day. Um, but I've never seen her since. I, I did have a dad that was like very unlike all of my friends' dads. He was an old biker. He was covered in tattoos and piercings. His nickname in his hometown was Snowman. I asked him about it when I was 12. He told me it was because he sold cocaine. <laughs> a lot of things in my life have not changed. I did acid with my dad just a year ago. Very fun experience. Uh, highly recommend it if your dad is also my dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love my dad a lot, and I think that there are a lot of things that he did right. Like when I was 13, this was a big year for me. You guys are going to learn that a lot of these stories take place when I'm 13. But when I was 13, um, I came out to my dad as bisexual. And I told him, I said, Dad, I think I'm in love with my best friend. 
she's a girl, I think I like girls and boys. And he sat me down and he said to me, Cassidy, it's okay, honey. I also like girls and boys. And I said, really? He said, yes. And that's a really sweet story, except that's not how it happened. <laughs> I said, dad, I think I like girls and boys. And he said, that's okay, honey. I also like girls and boys. And I said, really? And he said, no, that's gay. <laughs> so he didn't always get it right. Um, I <laughs> 13, big year. I lost my virginity when I was 13, too. Um, I wasn't just out tramping around. It was, the, it was the same neighbor boy. I was at least monogamous. Um, I lost my virginity when I was 13. And when I told my dad that I lost my virginity, which I did do, um, he grounded me. He grounded me for two weeks, as if that was how long it would take for my hymen to grow back. <laughs> Sidebar, I don't know if you guys have thought about it, but I'm almost 30 and I have thought about getting my hymen re-sewn. Um, sometimes I miss the little guy. Uh, also, if you really think about it, if you get your hymen re-sewn over your belly button, that's like adding a wall and a brand new room, right? That's just increasing your property value. Um, just fine to me, that's fine too. Uh, but yeah, when I lost my virginity, I told my dad about it and he, he grounded me and I had a lot of these like interactions with him where like I would think something was okay, I would tell him about it, I would get in trouble. Or I would think something was not okay, I would tell him about it, I wouldn't get in trouble. It was always kind of like this dance with him. But I do have my dad to thank for everything that I've ever done that wasn't ladylike. Like, the other day, I was driving in the car with my boyfriend, and I got nauseated, and I said, I'm going to have to pull over to puke. And he said, why don't you let me drive? And I said, because I want to pull over and puke right now. Uh, so I pulled over and puked, and while I was puking, I farted. And I looked at him, and I said, I'm so sorry for puking and farting. And he said, that's the most beautiful thing a girlfriend's ever said to me. Um, I owe that to my dad. And I, I owe it to my dad the time that I was dating a guy in college and I took a shit so massive at his house that I had to abort it with a coat hanger from the toilet. Uh, that is from my dad. Um, I owe so much to him. But I, I do wanna get to one story really quickly uh, before I go and that's the story of something that happened when I was 19 actually. So we're gonna go forward in time a little bit. 10 years ago now but 10 years basically in the future from earlier. Um, so when I was 19, I was in a very weird relationship with a 26 year old. Gross. Pro tip, if you're 26, you have nothing in common with a 19 year old. If you're 19, you have nothing in common with a 26 year old, unless they have money. Um, <laughs> this 26 year old did not, so it was a gross relationship. And I had met this person through a forum Forums used to be really big on the internet. They kind of still are, but it's like the dark web now. And uh, I was really big on forums when I was a teenager. And there was this one specific forum where I met this guy and I had sent this 26 year old nude photos of myself when I was 19. And they weren't just like nude photos. They were like, nude photos! 
So I'd sent this man pictures of myself, and I had sent them through the messaging system on this forum, which I did not know was what the government would call very insecure. That was a term I thought was reserved strictly for me. Um, I sent this person my nude photos, and within two weeks, I got a DM from someone else on the forum, and the message was just my nude photos. And he told me that he had also posted them on many other websites. So I checked out all these other websites, and he had taken my nude photos, and he had posted them on 4chan. He had posted them on Reddit. He, wait, no, I don't think Reddit existed at that time. Um, <laughs> no, it did. He posted them on Reddit. On Reddit. Uh, he posted them on many different websites, and he thought it was hilarious. The worst thing about it was that he had sent them to my dad. So in order to try and get these nude photos taken down, I'm, I'm kind of lucky in that like I've always looked just a little bit younger than I am. So my method of taking these photos down was I took a selfie and I sent that selfie to the people managing all these websites and said, I'm 16. <laughs> so my nudes got taken down. My dad handled this a little differently. I've never spoken to my dad about this. And he never confronted me about the fact that I sent nude pictures to anybody or anything like that. But I know for a fact that that guy sent nudes to my dad. And I know that the day after that guy sent nude pictures to my dad, his account was deleted and no one had any idea where he went. <laughs> could not contact him on any social media, could not reach him at all, and just like I owe all of those other wonderful ladylike stories from my past to my dad, I think I owe that guy's disappearance to him as well. <laughs> Thank you all so much. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Faith Latour. Find me, find me out and about organically in real life. Like God intended. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.